Welcome to Seat Time, where we drink beer and talk about all the happenings with motorcycles. Hey everyone, welcome to Seat Time. This is episode 32. I'm Jason Schmidt. And I am Brian Pierce. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, so this past weekend, I actually kind of came um, mucho babysittero, and I took care of uh, our daughter Kaylin so that my wife could go out and have her Sunday fun day since I had mine last weekend. And really that was kind of it for me. I did a little bit of drinking with Jordan on Friday night, and then I took care of the baby. So that was me. What'd you do? Uh, I moved mm. all weekend long. Oh, that's painless as it's I mean, painful as it sounds. Yeah, it sucked, and I found <laughs> that it's very taunting that when you go from the second floor to the third floor in my new place, you can just see the the pool looming <laughs> out of the giant windows. I thought before, like this loft, it's awesome. You have this beautiful view. Yeah, when you're sweating like a horn in church and lugging boxes up and down stairs, the pool taunts you. Pool <laughs> you're taunts like, I you can bad. see that I don't want to go back down there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that was pretty much it for me. Yeah, just a bunch of moving. I understand that, man. Moving sucks, and sometimes you just got to man up and do it. Yeah. Um, there was a new event this past weekend in Tennessee at the Trials Training Center, and it was called the Tennessee Knockout, so the 2KO. Um, they kind of dubbed this the American Extreme Enduro. There haven't been too many of those throughout the states. They've been a, in the, a lot in the world, but nowhere near as much in the states. And so this was the first annual, probably likely they're going to have it again this weekend. But what the TKO is and the kind of the way the race is formatted is it's a four-round race to where all the competitors are knocked out of the competition after uh, each section or round You know, if they do not qualify. So... Interesting format at a trials place, so there's gonna be some technical bits, you know, some long bits and stuff. So, kind of, kind of funny. Yeah, one of the surprising things is you talk about an event like this. One of the people you absolutely expect <laughs> to be in the running, the person you kind of expect to win, would be uh, good old Taddy. Yeah. Well, surprisingly enough, Taddy was knocked out uh, before the water even got warm because he apparently round one, folks. Yeah, he had a. A light wreck, but it was enough to throw off something with the fuel injection on his bike, and uh, he was out, yeah. shockingly enough. So it's probably one of those where the old-school two-stroke is sounding kind of good right now, but, I mean, not to knock the 350s too much. But. Yeah, or just any of the fuel injected. It is kind yeah. of an interesting point, though. It's like, what have you been on, have you been on a carbureted two-stroke, would this little minor wreck not have jarred his fuel injection system enough oh, yeah. to knock it loose? Or, you know, yeah. I mean, it could have knocked anybody's carburetor loose or could have broken a reed or whatever, but at the same time, since we all ride two-strokes now, I'm going to go ahead and say the two-strokes are awesome, and it probably would have been better if it had been on a two-stroke. So, round one. It was a short loop, a um, couple miles long, but it was very, very technical. So more like what you would see in your typical enduro cross track. Um, what we saw, we saw Webb win this round, which was everybody at the Trials Training Center was very happy to see, uh, to see Cody Webb win that. Mike Brown was two seconds behind. So good old Brownie was two seconds behind Cody Webb. Uh, pretty good for round one, I think. Absolutely. Yes. We got round two, a little bit longer loop. Um, but more diverse terrain, so they had much more, more elevation changes, less man-made obstacles. Um, this one was now won by Brown, and it took him 39 minutes and 7 seconds to complete um, round two, and it took Webb, or Webb and Procknow, Bobby Procknow from Canada, they came in second and third respectively. Um, there were a couple other people that would have been in the mix, but they wound up kind of wrecking themselves out of contention. So then we move to round three. Round three took the top 25 riders at this point who had not been knocked out and put them in rounds of five. Five riders against each other head-to-head. -head. 
from there, we took the top two winners of those rounds who moved on to the finals. So five top two, we then wind up with ten finalists in the last round. Um, the way it worked out, though, coming to the end, uh, we didn't really have any like crazy names that didn't qualify in the top ten. So you had the top 25 riders, the top two from the five heats who made it um, were kind of kind of the names that people expected to move on. So then we go to the finals. Um, and this is just head-to-head -head competition. Who's going to win most laps around uh, the, the course that they had to go on? So we got Brown out front quick, and he pretty much led the whole race. Mm -hmm. So that guy, Brownie, freaking awesome. He may be old, but still the guy can kick some ace when it comes down to it. Cody Webb, who everybody at this point really thought was going to be a contention, he unfortunately fell in the first turn and didn't really... He kind of got up quick, but he then had to pass the whole field. Uh, he did actually get into striking distance uh, of Brown on the last lap, but by, uh, since he stalled his bike, that kind of didn't really give him a chance to pass him when your bike's not running. Um, so we had Mike Brown, who actually won, Cody Webb in second, and then Rory Mead in third. Rory Mead's been kind of coming over for some GNCCs, a little mm -hmm. bit of enduro races, um, and it's just really good to see that this guy's an off-road rider and that he can compete with the best. Um, Overall, it sounds like there was a little bit of confusion with the event. People were having trouble on scoring. Yes, yeah. um, results. You know, it's like, oh, we just watched round one. What happened? Like, no mm -hmm. one really knew. Oh, okay, they, he did this time. He did that. But uh, once results started coming out and people could figure out the scoring and how that was working, everybody said that they really enjoyed the event and that if they could have some form of live scoring and then maybe some some live footage to go along, that this event could really go go mm -hmm. far and so we're hoping that something like that could happen we kind of missed out on it because the last man standing that i think was really the first american extreme yeah. enduro um but red bull pulled the plug on that one and it is no longer so we have this to look forward to next year i mm -hmm. think i would like to go compete would you like to go compete i'd like to go spectate yes or we could go spectate jordan yeah. is there drinking there yes yes i'm there there's yeah. trials guys of course there's drinking that's what they yeah. do so Congrats to everybody at the Tennessee Knockout. Heard it was a good success. We know we're going to see some video footage from all the guys that were there, and I look forward to it. Yeah, hopefully everything's smoothed out, and they'll be good to go next year. Yeah. Uh, closer to home, we had the next round of the Torque Series in Houston at Rio Bravo. The, was this uh, the, the hood rat? The one? Ghetto Nationals. <laughs> ghetto Nationals. Uh, the Sunday Pro Main had 10 riders. Uh, Central Park Power Sports Austin Boney. Bo Whoa. <laughs> hey, now. Guy can ride if you know <laughs> me. Grr. Uh, whole, had the whole shot on his uh, Yamaha 450, but uh, lost it to Honda rider Martin Howell. Oh, Martin Howell, enduro rider. I know him. He's cool. Uh, about 40 minutes into the race, Howell was passed by uh, Kawasaki-mounted Brad Kamer, with uh, Munn Racing's Josh Young also passing Howell on his KTM 350. SMS rider Caleb Ramsey DNF'd uh, with mechanical problems after running up on the top five early on. And uh, Young dug deep in the over 100 degree weather, real shock, it was probably humid, <laughs> knowing it's Houston, uh, to rally and pass camera for the uh, last lead in the win. So the re results were Josh Young in first on a KTM, Brad Kammer in second on the Kawasaki, and Martin Howell in third on the Honda. And once again, just throw out a quick thank you to Jeff O'Leary for the update on the Torque Series. Yeah, Jeff O'Leary's a really nice guy. I've got, got ride with him at a couple national enduro or a couple enduros. And he's mm -hmm. a really nice guy, and I appreciate the fact that he was able to write up a little uh, report for us. Um, another race that happened in Indianapolis, Indiana. <coughs> yeah. Is that the right state? 
Yeah. We'll state of mind. Over. State of mind. Uh, this actually, the Enduro Cross, the National Enduro Circuit, round three, mm-hmm. uh, was on Friday night because of the whole Indianapolis Bike Week thing that was going on. Um, and we saw something happen a little bit different on Friday night was that T- Taddy actually did not set the fastest uh, hot lap. Yeah. It was. Uh, it who wasn't was it? the. It wasn't the best go round for him. The yeah. last few. I know. What is it? Maybe he should go back to a lighter, more two strokeish kind of bike. Yeah, two strokeish. That that, that <laughs> makes it. Whatever could you mean? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, so it it seemed like he had a little bit of a minor uh, tumble, and he got seventh fastest hot lap. I don't think that that's the worst thing ever. Are you playing with the pussy? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that thing's a little like sniper. It lures you in and then it strikes. I'm like I'm like struggling over here to keep her off the computer and the mixing board and maybe off the couch and all of a sudden she just attacks me. I tell you when they were on vacation uh, it was a minor miracle that they didn't come home and I wasn't doing the whole <laughs> you had a cat? I almost hey. I almost needed that thing right now. I couldn't imagine staying here a week or two with it. Yeah, it was one of the gonna be one of those lovely moments in which I was like, Yeah, oh you had a cat? You <laughs> never saw it. Hey, don't pay any attention to that freshly dug dirt in the backyard. <laughs> or the blood spots on the spatter. <laughs> or the fact that it looks like I've stood there urinating on that fresh grave several times. Yeah, that cat is just, just the spawn of Satan, and I want to throw it in a blender. Oh, I'm not the biggest fan, but unfortunately well, it's my I was, uh, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was trying to be sly about that, but seemed to still get us off track. So let's You distracted us as much as you could. Squirrel! Yeah, it's not every day that I want to drop elbows on a small mammal, but that yeah. one brings it to the forefront. It, All right, it, back, it to the, back to Indianapolis. Indianapolis or, uh, and Indiana, apparently. Yeah. Okay, so Brown, Mike Brown, who has been on a hot streak this weekend, actually yeah. set the fastest lap time, and we had Cody Webb, who set the second fastest, with Jeff Aaron up in the mix as well. So we were really looking to see these guys uh, up top. Mike Brown was one of the ones on the podium when it came down to the finish, but Cody Webb and Jeff Aaron both actually had issues in the main um, where they could not get themselves on the podium. Actually, even Jeff Aaron was sixth, so that was pretty unexpected for him to uh, be not just not on the podium, but kind of that far, excuse me, out of contention for a podium position. Um, As we were talking about Cody Webb, he was holding down third fairly well while Mike Brown was trying to chase down Taddy Blazusiak, but uh, Justin Soleil came in through at the very end and made a very, very nice pass at the end on the last lap to take away third. So we had Justin Soleil in third on the podium, Mike Brown in second mm-hmm. on the podium, and then, of course, on the top of the podium, we had Taddy Blazusiak on his non-two-stroke-ish KTM. Mm, this is true. Winning. Yeah, so not a big maybe, shock that he maybe won. Maybe not but setting the hot lap is okay. Yeah, he kind of made up for it <laughs> yeah. with that whole win thing. But yeah. we just have to bring up the, the 350 thing as much as we can. I mean, if you guys gave me one, I'd ride it. Yeah. After this is off. <laughs> yeah. The maybe. day glow cast must go first. Uh, had another round rollout with the LACC. Uh, Morgan Moss was a favorite coming into the race again, and was well a favorite coming into the race, and he did take the overall yeah. again. And really impressive when you think about that he's starting off the um, second line since he lines up with the XC2 class, past the entire XC1 field uh, to roll out the win. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that is uh, the word I was looking for was badass. Yeah, I think <laughs> sitting there rolling. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. you know how deep I roll? This deep. Yeah, I think he actually did that at 
the other race that he's attended at the mm-hmm. LACC too. Yeah, a uh, local boy from Pittsburgh, Texas, Brian Vaughn, was the top XC1 rider uh, on the day with the second overall. Andy Baby. Baby! Baby. <laughs> I ate a baby. Was the XC1 hole shot winner and held off the field for a while, but uh, settled for second in XC1 and the third overall. So the the results, uh, podium top to bottom, XC1, Brian Vaughn on the KTM, Andy Baby. Baby. On the KTM, uh, Jason Harvey on a Suzuki. How'd that happen? <laughs> XC2, What's you a had... Suzuki? Yeah. <laughs> Do those bikes even work anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not if it's Ryan Dungey's. Oh! Uh, uh, XC2, you had Morgan Moss on the Husqvarna. Husqvarna! Uh, second place was Forrest Smith. Uh, run, Forrest, run on your Yamaha. And Evan Shows in third place on the KTM. No! Yes, sir. I know. Uh, so... Our little buddy over there, Lucas uh, uh, Como, is actually making Stop it. <laughs> Lucas Como is making a good name for himself in the LACC series. One day, even though we keep saying it, maybe mm. next year, hopefully 2013, I don't know. We're gonna go to one of those races. It's gonna yeah. happen. When either I don't have a cast or somebody pays me more money. Yeah. Probably neither of those is gonna happen. <laughs> but <coughs> but so we're okay. gonna have to figure out how to do it baller on a budget. Yeah. So if you were up northeast anywhere at all, you probably would have gone to Indiana uh, to Indianapolis to see the Enduro Cross on Friday, and as well, you might have gone to see some of the Enduro racing that took place. Uh, the National Enduro that was out in let's see, this guy's right, like was uh, Zanesville, Zanesville, Ohio. Um, this is actually the local land of Nick Ferringer, who up until this race had won two in a row. After this race, he won three in a row. He won this race by one second. He went in 25 seconds down into the last test section, and his mechanic was like, hey, man, just put it all out there. What do you got to lose? You know, it's like at this point, he really is not in point contention up until this point. He had not <coughs> been in point contention for the overall. Yeah. So what do you got to lose? You're 25 seconds down, pin it to win it. And the dude done did it and came away one second up on freaking Charlie Mullins for uh, the section. Yeah, pretty badass showing there. Yeah. And definitely shifting points around. Yes! So, okay, so we had Nick Ferringer with the win. We had mm-hmm. Thad Duvall, uh, his second podium for the season. His best so far had been a third. So, But he, this was his first time on a two-stroke. A lot of other KTM and Husqvarna and YZ guys had been making switches back to two-stroke. So this mm-hmm. was the first time that Thad had made that switch. I remember watching on Facebook when he was like, I finally am going to break out the old two-stroke. Hope I remember how to ride it. Apparently he did. And if you watch the times, he got consistently faster and faster throughout the day. Not that he by any means was doing bad in the beginning. He just got more comfortable with the bike in race mode. And then third, we had Corey Buttrick, who got second in the first test and then third consecutively throughout the rest of them except for the one of them where he got fourth. So, Corey Buttrick, very, very consistent day. We had our our now points leader, Charlie Mullins, in fourth on the day and then our used-to-be points leader, Russell Bobbitt, fifth on the day. And that puts Charlie Mullins in first place overall by one point on Russell Bobbitt going into the last round of Enduros. Interesting stuff. I know. Should so, be. like to see how it shakes out. It's gonna be whoever wins the next enduro yeah. wins. So, those two KTM two strokes are gonna be just rearing sons of bitches. They're mm-hmm. gonna be ripped apart. It's gonna be awesome, and I'm very much looking forward to it. 
I think all of us are. It'll be cool to see how it lays out. And it's always fun to have something roll up to the last minute like yeah. that. And then think about it, too. I mean, if things do go south for Bobbitt and for Mullins, and mm-hmm. Farringer does extremely well, which he won't now because he's actually going to be having surgery, uh, he could have been in contention for that win now that he's gotten himself that close. But hopefully this momentum carries through for 2012. Husqvarna takes a little bit better care of him, maybe a little bit more support. Yeah. He could be up top. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, some other big time racing up in the east was Man, my going sorry. on at Southwick. You're going to make it? No. All right. Uh, starting out with the 250s, um, Gareth Swanapole. I'm sorry. Swanapole, Swanapool. Yeah, got a shot. Um, he led for a good bit of the race. Uh, one that ended up winning the moto and the most unpronounceable name award and it was cool to see uh dna shred sticks yamaha get their get a nice blue bike up there for a change yeah. since it's always Been the pro green. circuit kawasaki class yeah and this uh, is their first win too right for the yeah. dna shred sticks team yeah absolutely nice um and fellow south african uh tyler rattray was chasing him down for second and uh passed him but ended up giving the spot back because he had stalled it out oh that was in that turn where he kind of looked like he was paddle tying it a little yeah. bit yeah you know? yeah so you had uh gareth swanapole in first tyler rattray in second and dean wilson in third so you still had the two obligatory green he didn't really there. see much. I mean, even though he was still in third, it didn't seem like we saw or heard too, too much about Wilson. I mean, just kind just of... Not really part of the charge. Yeah, finished a consistent third and went with it. Yeah. Um, in Moto2, uh, Tyler Atre figured it was South African Day and decided <laughs> to <laughs> jump out first and just keep on trucking. Um, Wilson's bike started smoking like Cheech and Chong, but Dude, he that held thing on for was second. straight up smoking like a bong. Yeah, it, uh, it was one of those things. Impressive that it held out. I know. Um, it really did Could seem you like imagine what it done what it done with those points if that had oh, grenade? It would have given Baggett that chance to just rock it up. Baggett jump up, but then also Rattray yep. really skyrocket. But so yeah. uh, Moto two was uh Rattray in first, Wilson in second, and um, Alex Martin in third. Was uh, a eleven he's on the eleven tens mod, right? So he's kind of yeah. kind of a privateer team. Yeah. The the overall for the day was Rattray first, Wilson second, Swanapole in third. And Baggett ended up not having the best day, ended up fifth overall. Like like fifth overall is yeah. horrible. But horrible. when you're trying to be in the running for the overall for the year, yeah, it's you can't a different be doing story. That. Yeah. yeah. If you ain't first, you're last, right? Yeah. yeah. Well uh you ever sat in a car with a cougar? Yeah. Fifth, uh, <laughs> that could go so many ways. I love her. I actually have. Yeah. Uh, the fourth. That 50s. doesn't just mean a woman older than you, Jordan. Yeah, it does. Has she been over forty? Yes. Oh, well, we're not talking about your mom. Oh. Here we right. often are. Uh, the four fifty <laughs> class. Yes. Um, and we love you. Mm. In the 450s, uh, talking about someone having a rough day, uh, Chad Reed would be the definition of that. It it just did not work out well for him. Um, Well, I mean, think about it. His bike and Barsha's bike both were, you know, mechanical DNFs. Yeah. Or Reed and Barsha were both mechanical DNFs. So, I mean, American Mm -hmm. Honda had to have been shit in the bed about that. Yeah, not real thrilled. Just like Suzuki, I mean, while they ended up having a good weekend, the footage that was everywhere about them not being able to start Dungeon's bike. Yeah, that's 
not the greatest selling point. Anyway, speaking of Dungey, Moto won. Uh, <laughs> he gets the whole shot and just rolls straight to the victory. So, obviously, it yeah, worked out okay. That was a good heat for him. Yeah, the Ginger Ninja tried to pull him in, but it took him so long to get around Alessi and Metcalf that it really slowed his charge, and he wasn't able to get there to do it. Uh, yeah. It seemed that he was getting pretty close at the end, but I think that Dungey, once Dungey really realized he was there on those last couple laps, was yeah, like, no, was sir. Focus no, and sir. head down. Yeah, so Dungey first, Villapoto second, and Metcalf in third. In the Metcalf se- in third. Yeah, the second moto. Third, um, awesome. Yeah, Barsha showed that he isn't a joke at all. Um, kid tracked down Holy Brayton, crap. who got the whole shot, especially and steadily walked away. Yeah, that they were having. Oh yeah, like, that says a lot to be able to not just be able to ride a four fifty off a of two fifty, but to do it inside of a hurricane. Yeah. Uh, what I'm hoping for is he's been impressive as hell. Hopefully next year he'll have an attitude that's as impressive as his riding. That's a very good point, Instead man. Instead of you gotta just step it little, up. You know you can't just be a little pissant your whole life. Yeah. To be honest, be like Jason Lawrence getting out of jail. Yeah, well, we all know that you can ride a bike. Quit being a cock knocker. Yeah. All right. Second place went Unless to Metcalf. Yeah. Second place went to Metcalf, which gave him the first over his first overall, which yeah, was awesome like to see. Yeah, in like eight years yeah. of working for it. So yeah. congratulations, Metcalf. Uh, Brayton, although he had jumped out early and got reeled in, he did salvage third, so that was cool to see. And it, it was weird to have a moto with none of the big three on the podium. Hey, that's a really good point. I didn't think about that. Huh. Uh, nice. No, so uh, the overall for the day, Metcalf in first, as we said, uh, Ginger Ninja in second, and Ryan Dungey in third. It's uh, definitely interesting at Reed is... Pretty much out of the yeah. running now, and ca- unless there's a natural disaster that uh, <laughs> another one, <laughs> yeah, takes out everyone else. Um, yeah, Reed's done for on that scene, which is obviously disappointing for me. Yeah, no, we wore our red shirts in semblance of the fact that we wished that Chad Reed could have been in contention the whole way through. I yeah. realize that. Are you guys gonna be okay? I'm I'm the one that's uh, they've taken my shoelaces away from me. <laughs> you, know, uh, you want me to go buy you a coffin? I'm on watch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. coffin. He's just gonna bear in the backyard so we can urinate on him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how we do. But uh, okay, so very very good points. So we've got uh, we've got the two Ryans now, which are what, which is where the contention is right now. They are eight points apart. They were go- they were seven points apart going in, and uh, now they're eight points apart with all the crazy stuff that's happened. Only one point difference. Um, Ryan Dungey has to win. Mm-hmm. Both of these uh, races this coming weekend at Steel City in Delmont, Pennsylvania. Yep. Um, it, he needs to make back those six points, and to do that, so that he's only two points down, he has to win both motos and hope that that's as 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 bad as it gets if he wins. It could get yeah. better if Villapoto doesn't do second second. Yeah. But he just, I mean, if he rides though like he did in that second moto next weekend. Uh, can anybody stop that? That was ridiculous. Well, uh, Dungy lately has been so focused, so fast, and just he's this second half of the season, he has been a he's been he was strong and consistent early on, but he's had a lot more energy, a lot more drive. He's he's been impressive. Yeah, I I, I completely agree, and I think that it's going to be some great racing going on at Steel City this coming weekend. Uh, and we're going to see the Ryans duke it out, but obviously there's going to be 38 other guys on the line, and they're going to try to make it happen just as much as the Ryans are. Uh, hopefully everybody stays kosher to the fact that they know a championship is going on, but that's yeah. 
at that racing is racing. Rubbing can get crazy. So I mean, who's to say what's going to happen? I'm not too sure. So yeah, it could get interesting. Definitely. Um, closer to home in Denton, Texas, we have uh, round nine. Like the, around the Kona. Yeah, of TCCRA. It's up on Brian Story's property. Those of y'all that have been watching for a while, he's the owner of SMS Racing, and we actually did a show from their shop and spoke yes. with Brian. So probably scroll around on our site. You can find some of those videos. Thank you. Um, we'll be out there Saturday morning shooting some video, and so look out for the seat time banner and try to do something awesome. Yeah. We're not responsible if you do something awesome and hurt yourself. Yeah. Right? Almost lawyer? Yeah, it works. Yeah. Okay. See? Huh. It pretty I much totally says, just disclaimer. It ass. says do something awesome when you see the banner. Don't sue us if you get hurt. It doesn't say, you know, it's yeah. like, so, yeah. you're fine. Uh, Cameron Ishmael yeah. and Kayla, uh, Caleb Ramsey will be battling it out for the overall, so it should be an interesting time. Yeah, I mean, hopefully there's obviously going to, there's obviously all kinds of guys that can do really, really well. Unfortunately, there is as well a torn race this coming weekend in, uh, what's the city? Kalisburg. Excuse me. So, um, I'm not too sure. I don't have any idea where that is. It's, it's up I know where Brian Story's place is. Yeah. It's up 35. I think it's just nor- uh, like just north of Lake Ray Roberts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, huh. yeah, not yeah. I had no idea, but apparently there's a Toro race there this season, so we'll be able to go check it out. Huh. Um, but we are going to be in Denton, not at Kalisburg for Torn. Um, but so I would think that Cameron Ishmael, being a TCCRA guy, and Caleb Ramsey, they're all going to be at the TCCRA race in Denton, um, unless the Kalisburg track is supposed to be awesome. I'm not too sure. So that's what we're going to see. But when it comes down to Torn, uh, uh, what's his name? Shit. No. You got I don't the think notes. That's his name. Yep. Austin Henderson. Austin Henderson. Austin Henderson and Cam- uh, Cameron Ishmael are actually the ones that are in contention for first right now. So I would imagine that Austin Henderson yeah, is going to be, be Torn. So, But Cameron's up for both. So who knows where they're going to be? I'm not too sure. Mm. I don't know. But. After this weekend, and after I get a little bit of a chance to edit some video footage that we get this weekend, uh, please go check the site, which is seattime.co, and you'll be able to find this episode, all our past episodes, and all the other news that we find throughout the world, and the internets, and of course, the video footage that we're going to shoot this weekend. Uh, So we're hoping that everybody comes out, they see the Seat Time banner, and they want to get wicked with it. Mm. What do you think? Are you going to get wicked with it? Balls deep. Balls deep, wicked with it. Um, and if you want to follow any of our banter throughout the day on Twitter, what you want to do is you want to go Twitter, and it is C-Time underscore C-O. you got to cup that. Yeah, you know, it's like cup C-O. it Lift um, and separate. Lift and separate, absolutely. And, of course, if you're one of those Facebook followers who just, you know, it's like, I can't, Facebook for life. It is Facebook.com slash C-Time. Very, very simple. I know that guys like you who watch anything like this can figure it out. So please, go find us, like us there. Maybe give us some of your love. Take a picture of yourself. Send it to your mom and tell us about it. It'll be a good time. Um, so if you were to buy a pint glass today, where would you do it? I'd do it through our site at Big Cartel. Seattime.bigcartel.com. That's where you would want to do it. You mm-hmm. want to buy one of our 20-ounce actual pint pint glasses. Seattime, please support us because we try to be awesome. My nose is itching like a mother. It is freaking, freaking me out, man. I'm, I'm having a moment. You almost hit brain. I All right. Probably would have been worth it at this point. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for watching. Uh, we're going to let him take a belt sander to his face, and we will be back here next week. Thanks, y'all. Hey, enjoy a pint full of awesome.
What the fuck? It's like I fucking face. started doing cocaine and like freaked out and I was like, oh my god, I'm basing! Yeah, I'm basing! <laughs> should I go with it or should I change? Just own it. Just own it. I am a piece of crap. Oh, don't stop. Don't stop oh, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you are so good. Don't stop. Get it, get it. Can I have another before the show? Please, Jordan! Another what? What? Have another beer for the show. Hey, bloody kid, can I get you to sit down lower? <laughs> Stop being tall. I'm gonna sit on a fucking pillow. If you could sit on a phone book, that'd be great. <laughs>